Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Anaheim podcast. I'm your host, Dharma Hope. Today we're going to be talking about the reformation between the police and the community. And this will be probably a short podcast episode. And this is because the next episode we're really going to start talking about the cases. And what I mean by that is we're going to talk about the cases of people who's in jail for crimes that they did not commit and trying to receive justice. We're going to talk about... um teens and adults and also kids who were murdered um by the hands of you know different people and how they didn't receive justice as well so we're really going to start talking about that in the next episode and we're going to go case by case on each episode we might do two cases each episode you know and just really um explain the situation everything so for this episode again we're going to talk about reformation between the community and the police now in the last few years reformation was needed in the communities and we all know this but also it was really needed between community and the law enforcement when they are around each other in any shape or form we've taken years to make a change in this community and we tried our hardest to create a civil but a cordial way of communicating between the two, the law enforcement and the community on a daily basis. This isn't an easy thing to face one day or one week or even a year. It may take years to get everyone on the same page. Police and community relations have grown throughout the years and it has defined how they want the ability to react and talk towards one one another. The police and community relationships do go back to somewhere in the 20th century, that era, and this is when the era was categorized by the um, police departments, something that and society now have until around the 1920s, 1930s. This is when the police also became corrupt. They also were trying to reduce crimes by walking around the communities. Then it changed again throughout the time because they added a hierarchy to watch over everybody. Around the 1960s, there were reformation in the community because the police were worried about impersonal and enforced in law enforcement, which made it difficult and the people of this world started protesting for their rights. And that is when community policing came into play. Law enforcement came to the communities to repair their relationships, but only end up being there to reduce crimes at the end of the day. Police off- officials rely on the cooperation of community members to provide information about crimes that are in the neighborhood or in different areas, whether it's state or cities, and to work with police to dissolve the situation and come up with solutions. As we keep reforming the community and law enforcement into making changes that can keep the community happy and the law enforcement happy but keep both parties at peace, then a compromise can be done between the two to make this make this world a better place. But connect the communities to repair the relationship that was damaged to begin with. It won't be easy at all and we'll have to fight and keep fighting till we can officially say that we are a community and we do feel safe around each other. But police brutality is the main reason now that we can't get along. A lot of you guys know how police brutality is definitely in 2021 and how bad it's becoming and how it was bad before and it's still bad now. Police relations with the community are driven and damaged again for one main reason and that's because police brutality in the United States. Law enforcement has taken control of minorities and a sense of brutality towards one another meaning they feel like they have the power to do whatever they want when they want and that is the main problem that comes with their relationship with the communities. They have taken advantage of the power that has that has been given to them and made it into a threat against minorities. When getting stopped by a police officer even seeing a police officer. Minorities have a sense of fear and a sense of traumatic events that can happen to them. Now, black people are much more likely to get arrested for drugs, even though they're not more likely to use or sell them. 
black inmates make up majority of the prison population. For example, an African-American witness was pleading against a white police officer when he was shot dead the next day, or when African-American men stopped by the police officer, he's automatically threatened and harassed by the officer because of his skin tone. The officer has a tendency to believe he's in a gang, or he has drugs, or he has a weapon of some sort without having a reason why they stopped him in the first place just because of his skin tone. When it comes to European people in the United States of America, there's a sense of victimized. And that is what is drifting our community apart from law enforcement. It shouldn't be about skin tone anymore or race. It shouldn't be about this or that. It should be more about us being one and as a whole. It should be more about realizing that we need each other at some point and that no matter what happened, two wrongs do not make a right. Because these police officers are a symbol and the authority to our nation. Police are not only the authority, but they are assembled to the communities and what they do. Some people have a habit of following along with, no matter what the cost may be. Police are someone who a lot of people do look up to for safety because they do have the authority to help stop the situation before it expands or worsens throughout time. They are also a symbol of our nation around the world, and people have the feeling that if they do something, do something right, or even if they do something wrong, then it's okay for other people to follow, which shouldn't happen definitely like that. We feel like the programs that are being used to help the community, the law enforcement, should be a blessing because the officers are a community and they shall absolutely know how it feels to be left out, harassed or seen as a criminal no matter what they say or do. The community policing is helping with the problem solving, the implementation and partnerships in the communities and law enforcement to better our situation and bring us together to understand what, that we all need each other no matter what. The programs that are being offered around communities are giving us the opportunity not only to ask questions but to give us the opportunity to see what happens in each other's daily lives and change the way we, we see each other. There's a, for example, in Arizona, the state I live in, there is a program in Chandler that offers the community not to only come out and sit with the officers, but to have the community ride around during the officer duties to see what it's like when they are working and what obstacles these officers have to face when they are working on making our community a safer place. This program have one goal, just like a lot of programs that do offer stuff like this, and that is to make the community and law enforcement unite and to change everyone's opinions about each other. We have figured out that not only does this affect us as a community, because because we have that fear from the police officers, but we have that fear that we not we might not bounce back and reunite like we are supposed to. We do need a reformation in the community, and we do need answers on why this is escalating all around than just fixing the situation and being done with that at the moment. We aren't doing enough to stop police brutality, stop the community from protesting, and stop the assumptions in today's society. I, as a person, do realize that not every, not everything takes a day or a week or months or even years to fix. But I do realize that it's going to take more than one of us to fix the situation that's happening as a community because that is what we all are here for. I've taken into consideration also that there's more in this world than violence, arguments, or any negative energy that someone brings at the end of the day. We all are going to be around each other and we are going to, we all going to have to get along at some point. A lot of officers, like I said, a lot of officers aren't bad guys, but a lot of African Americans aren't bad people either. We have to understand from both sides of the situation that both parties are involved and you shouldn't attack one race because of, you know, their skin tone and because at the end of day every way every person have a right to live and so and that goes for the african-american community we all have a right to live we all have a right to be successful we all have a right to go about our day without fearing being attacked or fear that we might lose our lives african-americans are a priority just like every other race and that is what we really need to come and come to terms with you can't single out one race and expect everyone to get along every race has to be together because at the end of the day we all do the same and we all do share the same emotions we all when one person is sad or another person is sad 
even though you don't react the same way, you still feel sadness. So there has to become a sense of urgency to fix the situation and bring all the communities together and bring the law enforcement together. It may take years, but at the end of the day, when we really think about it, the world would never be the same because we can't get along. When, you know, our kids have to grow up in this generation or when we do have kids and our kids have to grow up in this generation, no parents, no aunts, no uncles, no friends wants to have to tell their kids or their friends' kids or anything about why they have to wash their back or be safe or can't do this or can't do that because they are African-American, because they are a minority in society and they are not welcomed. We shouldn't have to feel this way. We shouldn't have to walk outside and fear our lives every day. And we do need more than police reformation and community reformation. We need more than just a few talks. We need to express ourselves and we need to be heard. So that's all I have to say for the police reformation. Just a little intense background on what I think needs to happen and what really should um, be happening. And it's crazy. It really is crazy when you think about it and the process of how back in the day, you know, with everything going on with African-Americans and now we're in 2021 and it seems like things aren't really, really changing. So again, again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Unarmed and Harm podcast. I'm your Diamond Hope. In the next episode, we're really going to start diving in into the cases of African Americans. So that's going to be really exciting. Please stay tuned. Thank you so much and see you next time.